Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. In today's episode of our special series called Seven Minutes with Vivek Sood, we'll be talking about what is meant by prosecution must prove its case beyond reasonable doubt for the accused to be convicted and punished. So, sir, first question is, the topic itself. So if you can tell it for our viewers. Liberty of an individual is sacrosanct. And liberty of a citizen who is accused of a crime can be taken away only by following the due process of law. As a part of the due process of law, we follow the fundamental principle of criminal jurisprudence, that is, the prosecution must prove its case beyond reasonable doubt before an accused is convicted and punished. Now, this implies that if there is a doubt in the case of the prosecution, the accused ought to be acquitted because liberty is sacrosanct only when the prosecution by evidence is able to prove beyond reasonable doubt, which means there is no doubt that it is the accused and only the accused who has committed the crime, only then will he be convicted and punished by law. Right Now, very interestingly, this principle is stated in different ways. For example, you have the Blackstonian principle, which says, 10 guilty men may go scot-free, but one innocent should not be incarcerated, convicted and punished for a crime. Then, you know, uh, you, it, this principle has been stated also in terms of 100 guilty men may go scot-free, but one innocent man should not be convicted and punished. Right. Uh, the genesis of this principle, you know, goes back various centuries and where the priests, you know, from the church were part of the jury and they were asked to try the accused. And therefore, this principle was evolved because, you know, they thought that it would be the greatest sin to punish an innocent man. So therefore, this principle of beyond reasonable doubt is embedded in our criminal justice system. I can say it is the backbone of the criminal justice system. Right, sir. Right. So if you look at it that way, then prosecution has to prove beyond reasonable doubt. And the defense 
has to just create that the accused may not have done anything. And accused, accused need not prove his innocence. He has to only find a doubt, show a doubt yes. in the case of the prosecution in the mind of the judge to secure right. an acquittal. Yes, sir. So applying this uh, this particular principle, sir, that that means that uh, some criminals uh, go scot free. Yes, yes. Some criminals do go scot free by applying this principle. But you know, I am reminded of famous words of John Adams, the famous John Adams, and he said that. When an innocent man is punished, he loses trust in the criminal justice system. Right. You know, imagine an innocent man in jail. He says, what is good of honesty? What is good of innocence if I am to be incarcerated and put behind bars? And then John Adams in the famous Boston massacre case, Boston bombing case, he said that since time immemorial, criminals have, have been let off. That's fine, that's part. But for an innocent man to be incarcerated and punished for a crime that he has not committed, it's a disgrace to the criminal justice system. You know, it is, it, uh, it, I would say, it hits criminal jurisprudence. It hits at the edifice of criminal law, criminal justice. Right, sir. Right. With so much of care that no innocent should be punished. What is your experience, sir, in our criminal justice system? Do innocents also sometimes get punished? That's a philosophical question. With my experience of three decades as a criminal side counsel, as a defense counsel, I do find that in some cases, innocents do get convicted and punished. In our criminal justice system, we follow the principle of chaff and grain, which means it is the judge's duty to separate the falsities and truthfulness from the evidence of witnesses. Now, this is not an easy task. It is almost a divine function to separate falsities and truth from the evidence of a witness. Therefore, there are times when judges do err and innocence do get convicted at times. Judges are humans after all. You know, they are not gods. So therefore, while it is said that no innocent man should be incarcerated, it is also said that no criminal should go unpunished. Okay. So when these twin objectives are sought to be fulfilled and when, you know, there is wholesale perjury. False evidence is part of the criminal justice system in India. The Supreme Court has said time and again 
we hardly come across a witness whose testimony does not contain falsities embellishments exaggerations so when the judge has to separate the chaff and the grain innocence sometimes do get punished and convicted unfortunately and ajay i have delved into this topic in detail in my upcoming book on the criminal justice system in india right sir right then we'll look forward towards that book and we'll talk separately on exactly what are the remedies for a person who feels that he has been wrongly convicted thank you very much sir